Shalom Aleichem, we are continuing our question of eating and drinking before davening during the week and on Shabbos. This is uh, the continuation in Amir Tashem. We will complete our question today. Questions are multiple. Is there a difference between during the week on Shabbos? Is there a difference between drinking and eating? And how about if somebody wants to have a mazonos before davening on Shabbos, davening is longer on Shabbos, I want to have a mezonos, and that will facilitate my having better kavana. So we have a lot to cover, and uh, we'll just a recap of what we've seen previously, and then we'll go forward and Amir Tzashem complete our question. So we saw that we have to divide up the halachas and analyzing this between Hilchas Tfilah. Hilchas Tfilah applies not only on Shabbos, but all the time can you eat and drink before davening chakras. That's a question of Tfilah, Hilchas Tfilah. And then we have specifically a question for Shabbos that wouldn't apply the rest of the week. Shabbos and Yantif, am I allowed to eat, drink before I daven. So am I allowed to eat and drink because I may have an obligation of Kiddush. Kiddush applies Shabbos and Yantav, but not the rest of the week. So just to recap what we saw last time, when it comes to Hilchas Tefillah, there is a prohibition to eat and drink before davening Shachras. That would apply any Shachras, whether it's on Shabbos, Yantav, or during the week. There's going to be a prohibition. That is Paskin and Shulchan Arach. As follows, it's in Hilchas Tefillah, Simon Peites, Si'if Gimel, you cannot. Velo le'achol, velo lishtos, you're not allowed to eat or drink before shachris. Aval ma'yimuta lishtos kodem tefillah, but when it comes to drinking water, that's not going to be a problem. That's going to apply whether the weekday or on Shabbos or on Yontif. And then the Shulchan Aruch adds on, v'chein ochlim umashkim l'refua mutar, when it comes to eating necessary foods and drinks for refuah, for health purposes, that would be mutra as well. I'm going to read the Mishnah Ruah now, and see if Katan Chavtal in mutra, even if it's good food, that would typically be prohibited, that the caliber, the test that we have, what's permitted in to eat and drink before davening of chakras, is, is this something that is a need, or is this something that is going to show my gaiva, that I'm putting myself before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If it's begeder gaiva, it's about me, then you can't do it before Shachos. Accordingly, water is permitted, no one is drinking that for gaiva purposes, but other drinks, strictly speaking, at least based on the language of the Shulchan Aruch, other drinks, and all foods are going to be prohibited. Now it happens to be, it's not brought in the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch permits drinking of water before Shachos, and that applies on weekdays, and also Shabbos and Yantav, that is permitted because that's not begeder gaiva. It's not about me. I have hanah from this, but it's rather I need to drink to, uh, in order to uh, exist. The Achronim have extended the permit, the heter, to have water to apply also to tea and coffee, and even to add sweetener and milk to the tea and coffee. Some of our Achronim have extended it, but not to food, not to other types of drinks. Having said that, we did just say in the Shulchan Aruch that for purposes of refuah, it would be permitted. Why? Because you're not doing it for purposes of gaiva. If it's not about me, I enjoy these foods, I'm doing it for refuah. And if we have a permit for refuah, then the Mishnah is telling us that even if it's good food, stuff, stuff that I enjoy, it would be permitted because we're looking at my motivation. It's not talking about a chola gummer, so somebody that is very, very sick. Somebody who is begeder, a chola, not a well person, that would be permitted to eat and drink before davening. 
despite the fact that the default is no eating or drinking except water, etc., before davening. Now, there's an interesting way or halacha that wants to distinguish between somebody who is, it says the katwa achronim, that somebody who is intrinsically, his nature is that he is a weak person. He doesn't have strength. He's not, he's not, we're not talking about somebody who's sick, but somebody who's chalash, somebody who, who is physically not a strong person, he doesn't have the wherewithal to wait until the after davening in order to eat. So is it permitted for him to eat and then go to shul, or is it preferable for him to daven b'yechidus, daven at home by himself earlier than the minion, and eat, and then go off to shul and sit there for davening and answer to Kaddish, Kedushon Baruch Hu. you're not going to be davening with the tzibor, but you will be there for the tefillah b'tzibor. You'll be there and you'll answer and you'll respond. So he brings the number of Kronin that said, if we're talking about somebody who is chalash, somebody who is teva, his nature, that he's weak, he doesn't have the fortitude to, to wait until after the davening in order to eat, it'd be preferable for him to daven b'yechidus at home earlier, and eat, drink, do what he needs to do, have what he needs to do, and then go to shul and participate and respond to the davening in shul. So that would be the preference for such an individual. Now let's get back to the shulchan rach, the next seif. The seif that we just talked about is the prohibition. Don't eat, don't drink before davening unless there is a refuah purpose. And then in seif Dalit, the shulchan rach continues and says, Hatsameh somebody who's thirsty, somebody who is hungry, they are included in those who are considered cholim, those who are sick, and they would be permitted, apparently, to eat as well. Continues the Shulchan Aruch. If he is able to focus, even though he's hungry, he's thirsty, nonetheless, he is able to concentrate on his davening, he should not eat. However, if he is not able to concentrate without eating and drinking, if he desires to, not it's required, but if he desires to, he should not eat and drink until he, he should not daven until he eats and he drinks. So it's this option. When it comes to somebody who's hungry, thirsty, not going to be able to concentrate, that is somebody who's begeder chole, and accordingly, he's not required to eat, but he has the option. Now when it's says, Vaharev, it's hungry, he's thirsty, it means that Mishnah Burr says that Zif Katan he's very hungry, he's very thirsty, and then the Mishnah Burr continues, he's not obligated to eat and drink, he has the choice, if he wants to, okay, but if not, not, and the reason for it is because nowadays we really don't have great Kavana anyway, so it's not as if he would be having Kavana, great Kavana, if he eats and drinks, but not, not, that's not the case, we don't have great Kavana anyway, so how much is realistically his eating and drinking, really going to help him. Continues the Mishnah Baruch, Nonetheless, he is permitted to do so. So now we have another hatter. It's not only somebody who is L'Tzorach Refua, somebody who's a Chola, but also, we are including in the definition of somebody who's Chola, somebody who is very hungry and very thirsty. He has the option of eating and drinking before davening. Now, we would apply that not only during the week, but on Shabbos as well, because as we said in the past, there is not going to be, for the most part, an obligation to say Kiddush until after somebody davens, because we're not allowed to have a su'uda before davening, and the obligation of Kiddush kicks in when we have an obligation for su'uda. In Kiddush, when I'm obligated in a su'uda, I'm obligated in Kiddush. Before davening, 
I'm not eating. I don't have an obligation in Suda. I don't have an obligation to say Kiddush. So that is where we would come out right now on Hilchas Tefillah. When it comes to Hilchas Tefillah, we're not eating, we're not drinking before davening. We're not eating or drinking before davening except water tea and coffee based on the Achron. And the same would apply on Shabbos, because from the perspective of Hilchas Kiddush, I don't have any limitation on eating before davening, because I only have an obligation for the most part to say Kiddush after davening. So that's where we are right now, both during the week and on Shabbos. You can drink, not eat, drink, and it's limited to uh, to water and coffee and tea. However, having said that, somebody who's having going to have a difficult time, and he does have a difficult time concentrating on davening. We would have that heter on Shabbos because davening is longer. The person's not going to make it, not going to be able to concentrate. It's not going to be feeling great. We would have his option to eat or drink. Now, how is he going to do that? Now, this is the complexity. If he's eating a good amount of mizonos. Let's say even a gazayas, he's going to eat some mizonos. Certainly if he's going to wash, but even a mizonos, then it could be that he has an obligation, at least based on the Mishabura, he's going to have an obligation to say Kiddush, because if he has a heter to eat before davening because of his health, because of his concentration, then according to the Mishabura, that would kick in the obligation to have Kiddush. Why? Because he's permitted to have a suit, he's permitted to eat, the per- he would also be required to say Kiddush then. So let's go the, through through what's going on. That's the shita of the Mishnah. Somebody who is going to eat before davening, because you have a heter, you'd have to have Kiddush. Other poskim disagree. The other poskim say you're not obligated in Kiddush until after davening. And accordingly, if somebody is planning on having a mizonos, a kazayis of mizonos before davening, that gets into a machlokis, do you say Kiddush or not? That is problematic, because the Mishnah says you have to say Kiddush. Other poskim say you don't say Kiddush. And what are you going to do? So accordingly, these are the preferable solutions. Number one is if somebody feels he needs, he's he's not going to be able to concentrate and he's saying, I'm going to eat, the best would be to have fruit. To have fruit, to drink, because there, even the Mishnah Bureau would say you don't say Kiddush in advance of that. That would be number one. Number two is to eat Mizonos, but less than a Kazayis. I don't, I don't know if that's a real solution, because somebody who's really hungry, to eat less than a Kazayis, that's not going to do very much for you. But, be that as it may, the Mishnah Bureau would say that you don't say Kiddush on that either. So either fruit and drinking, that would be option number one. Option number two is a Mizonos less than a Kazayis. And then if the person is planning on having a Mizonos and it's going to be a Kazayis, then you're getting into the problem, the real problem. Mishnah Bureau is saying you have to say Kiddush. Other postcoms say you don't have Kiddush. So that's not an area we want to be in. And the other option, somebody who's really a Chola, and he has to eat in advance, would have be permitted to have a meal in advance, so there it will be preferable to say Kiddush. You're going to say Kiddush, have your meal, and then daven there afterward. Oh, we have the Shita, daven biachidus in advance of all that, and then say Kiddush, and eat, and then head off to Shul. So that's the lay of the land, but this heter to have Mizonos in advance of davening, and to eat anything, is very weak, unless it fits into the criteria, the category of somebody who's a chole, somebody who is sick, or possibly somebody who's saying, I'm not going to be able to concentrate, 
And that's really the situation, because the Shulchan Aruch does say, somebody who is hungry, somebody who is thirsty, very hungry, very thirsty, is not going to be able to concentrate. Then they have the option, but not the requirement, to eat in advance of davening. That would be all week long, but Shabbos we have the added complexity. How about, what are you going to do with Kiddush? What are you going to do with Kiddush? Some Boskim says yes, some Boskim say no. So it indeed, even if a heter applies, if possible, it should be avoided having Mazonos, because it is a complicated and a difficult situation halachically. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful day.